This is the G Talk Podcast. The podcast from young adults to young adults. You can find it on gtalkpodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe on the website where you can find it on Spotify, Apple, and Podbean. It's a common theme, um, especially uh, I, I met up my boy Andrew last week, and he been going to um, you know several like steak spots and all that. And the common theme is that it's a lot of places that are like mid, yeah, that are expensive, yeah, in Nashville. I don't think Nashville has a really good steakhouse. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, Dalton's is good on, on Church, close to Fourth on downtown. But Dalton's that's not really well known. I don't think. Dalton's, Dalton's, Dalton's. I don't know if that's the real name, but it's Dalton's on East or something. I don't know, but it's uh, it's right there by the liquor store on uh, Church Street, across the street from Fifth Third. Uh, Hold on, I'm about to find out the name of it. But yeah, a lot of steakhouses in Nashville are not are not what people think they are. Hmm. Dalton's on. Hold on, because I'm thinking about that area, and they gave me Dalton's Grill. No, <laughs> that may not be the name. Hold on. But um, but yeah, as I said on the last episode, um, I just feel that in Nashville, you're better off getting a more consistent steak than like, because I don't want to keep going to these high-end spots and getting like mid deacon's new south i have okay okay deacon's new south um i went there with bridgestone with bridgestone money listen they had the most amazing brussels sprouts but i i mean at the time because I, I, I was just getting into brussels sprouts at the time mind you this was like in 2018 so like two years before the pandemic but they mm-hmm. have really good truffle fries listen deacon's new south is really good and i think they're very affordable i think they're cheaper than steak they're right they kind of their prices kind of remind me of um the steakhouse by vanderbilt that's in the house um my vandy mm-hmm. um you know what i'm talking about in that white house um wait which part of vandy no it's close to vandy it's over there by the hospital by uh centennial uh the white house flemings Mm-mm. Oh God, that's disgusting. No. <laughs> yeah, Flemings wasn't that great. Oh no, I my, one of my friends had a birthday dinner at Flemings uh, last year. I keep oh, God, we're in twenty twenty three, so twenty twenty two was last year, and I didn't go. Why not? I don't like Flemings, and I feel like I shouldn't have to spend money on a very expensive meal that I know I will not enjoy. So I just made up an excuse on why I couldn't go. So if she listens to this. I'm I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Well. Anywho, um, yeah, that was our pre pot. See, I we we were gonna go there with the bank, but something happened and we it's mid. end up not going. There. It's mid. It it is gotten worse throughout the years. It used to be really good, like in 2015, 2016. I do want to go to Sperry's next. Where the white people go? Is that where they go? I guess. Oh, I mean, isn't that where 
I mean, we're in Nashville, so I guess it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, I mean, on, yeah, yeah, you're right. We are. But, uh, all white people. I mean, all steakhouses are pretty much. Yeah, but there, there's one actually in like Bell Mead, mm-hmm. and then there's one in Cool Springs. What's that expensive steakhouse that just opened on Broadway? Like you're going oh, down Halls. towards. Yeah, you're going down towards Vanderbilt, Western area. Yeah, so yeah, Andrew mentioned that. And, um, Is it good? I haven't been yet, but I have a I feeling. It's expensive, though. I have a feeling it might be mid, though. You think so? They said like you're not getting out for under 150 a person, and that's just like Sheesh. a steak, not even including your drinks. I'm like, I ain't got that money right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but halls. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. See, and just think about from a man perspective. Sometimes, you know, even that's why it's wild that he said Oak was a first date. Yeah, but I understand why he did it because he's like, if girls aren't used to that, they're gonna give it up quick because oh, yeah. they're like, oh, this man really likes me. Yeah. Or is he just running game? Now I gotta think about that. If I get invited out on a date to like a nice restaurant, is he expect me to fuck him, or is he like being genuine, or is this his standard for every girl? Or maybe two things can be true. That is true. You know. But I just don't think people are entitled to ask just because they took you out on a nice dinner. Because I didn't ask. Like, what happened? I don't really. First dates for me need to be very casual, like yeah, a coffee shop or Chili's or Jonathan's or yeah, cause, ice uh, cream. Because that's, that's really setting a bar. Yeah, and what happened if you set the bar on the first date and you ain't... And then on the fifth date, you're like, let's go to Jonathan's. Be like, well... Not even, not even on the fifth date, the second date. Yeah, you like, go so from, the second date, where are we going to go? To Kane Prime? And then are we going to go to <laughs> Jeff Ruby's? And then we're going to head over to Deacon's New South and then Sperry's? Like, I mean... If you go to Oak, next you got to go to Halls, you know? Right. You and what's to. after Halls? Um, Are you going to fly me down to Miami so we can eat there? It's funny because Kane Prime used to be like the standard. Like, oh, Kane Prime. I don't like that. Kane Prime was, it was, it was like. See, the thing with steakhouses and people's like, how do you go to all these steakhouses? Did you go there on dates? Hell no. I went out on Bridgestone's Dine. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Well, like, we have most of my and, most of my fine dining experiences came off regions. Yeah. Like, and I tell people, they're like, what? I was like, yes. When my boss who is used to the finer things in life because he came from the oil industry and you know the oil industry ain't spare no expense to impress their customers he's like find me a nice restaurant nice doesn't mean maggiano's no 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 or like what is that place that um by maggiano's brick tops yeah brick tops or or the one across the street that's not nice when he said nice he meant like bottles of wine are 200 dollars plus yeah, and so I remember the first time he told me to like pick him a nice restaurant. Nice shrimp and grits, thirty five dollars at Halls. Yeah. And I came back with Amerigos, and I think he felt like offended. He was like Amerigos, and I'm like, well, yeah, I didn't know how much you wanted to spend, so I like I was trying to stay in with budget. He's like, there is no budget. Try again. And so that's when you said, oh, I was like, what's the budget? And he's <laughs> like, no there more. is no budget. He's like, it's going on the card. And so I was like. Oh, so that's when I started. I was like, a steakhouse? He said, yes, sounds good. And so Sambuca was a choice one time. Oak was a choice. What's the... The only one we didn't go to, the steakhouse, was on top of the West... In the West End. Um, you know what I'm talking about? That is... JW? No, the JW Marriott. Yeah, that one is... Um, I could have sworn that was Oak, but it's mm-hmm, not. Because Oak's it's, in the West End. Um... What is that? That's the only steakhouse we didn't go to. But we went to Deacon's. We went to a farm fresh to table. We went to the Southern. But, I mean, we had a special menu that they catered just for us to, like, impress them. So, um, listen, I tell people all the time, get you get you a boss 
who is used to the finer things to where bourbon steak yeah bourbon steak yeah yeah we didn't go there but been like, a bob's steakhouse it's in like um mm-mm. it's on fifth it's in this hotel mm-mm. i went there before we hit up all the expensive steakhouses downtown and west end except for um bourbon bourbon steak but like this was only for like the dealers and like the high sales reps like people that were coming into town that we needed to like place Woo. orders and spend yeah, yeah, money yeah, yeah, yeah. but like if it was just regular salespeople oh, no. in a team meeting we were at Maggiano's like we were at Maggiano's in the private room yeah we were at um we went to what's that place downtown no Adele's we were at Adele's we were at Tavern we ain't going to like oh if it's just if it's 50 of us but like a group of 20 I remember I had to go pay a bill yeah um they're like can you come pay the check I said what they're like he doesn't have his card I was like, I, okay. What was the, like, one of the most expensive checks? The, the most expensive checks I saw, like, just a random restaurant. Yeah, like, like when you went to go pay the bill, like, how much was it? Upwards of 8K. Really? See, and that's, that's kind of wild when you think but about it. But that was a special occasion. That was, like, people that came in from overseas, like, people from Japan. Ah, uh, okay. And that, uh, like, we weren't invited to that. Oh, and the only reason I got to like sit like go because I had to pay because I had the card I had three ca- credit cards actually I had a big job and I lost it <laughs> and I lost it <laughs> now I work at the state <laughs> yeah I mean but was fun while I, I mean even out of town I had some of the best food out of town yeah I mean yeah you just tell me you balling out yeah we went to the most expensive steakhouse in Orlando Florida oh. I don't know what it's called but them steaks were like huge and they were like eighty dollars what are they like wrapped in gold Mm-mm, have you seen videos that, that could have been an option yeah my brother um like he's in the car sales industry and apparently they had a good year he was posting on his social media i'm like and he showed the like the tab like three grand i'm like all right okay yeah. big spender yeah but i really want to feel like the ak was more so like wine and drinks and yeah when you spent i mean for a team dinner, I spent upwards of two k at a trade show for a team dinner. Yeah, I mean, and we, had a, and we were at a basic ass Mexican restaurant because they, I'll tell you what about these RSMs, these sales guys. They're used to drinking with their customers to get them loose, and so they just kept drinking and kept drinking and kept drinking and kept drinking. I'm like, damn, like I'm cutting y'all off. This check is two k. My budget was like eighteen hundred, and so I'm like, I just went to my boss, and she's like, mm. yeah, and so. Yeah, yeah, you know, those are good days, you good know. Good days, eating on the company's dime. Yeah. So, if you are in a job that allows that, definitely take advantage of it. Don't be... Don't be modest when ordering. One thing that used to piss me off. So, I went from West End... So, look, I went from West End mm-hmm. to, like, you know, North Nashville. And my manager on West End, man, he was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, expensive. <laughs> cool, whatever. But then my manager in North Nashville was like... Oh my gosh! You know, don't 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 spend so much. I'm like, this ain't our money. We're a billion dollar bank. A billion dollars. These the, executives are making a million plus. Eight K is nothing to them. That and have you seen the last quarterly earnings? We made <laughs> hundreds of millions of dollars. The one thing I will tell you, corporations will do. They will skim on marketing and advertising, but they will not skim on a good meal to treat their high ups and impress their customers that is one thing they're not skimming on yeah because it's worth it (laughs) it is worth it because eight you spend 8k you get 60 in return 
Like that's the difference between a customer ordering a lot of fucking Michelin and Goodyear versus Bridgestone Firestone. Like, and if you piss them, and that's the thing, like, especially in the tire industry, if you piss your customer off, you got to work to get them on back on your good side. Yeah, yeah, you have to get on your knees. Especially, <laughs> yeah, especially if it's like a customer that has a lot of branches Yeah, in like the South. Yeah, I like, mean, hell, my, my favorite, so, you know, I was, I was pretty good at selling like insurance and referring people to like the FA, so... In the in the securities industry in the money management world, that's literally like yeah, your bread and butter. Like you gotta impress them. So the the steakhouse people, I mean I said steakhouse people, the um the wholesalers, those were those people. They literally with their job they had they covered territory. They want you to sell their product, and you know you gotta think about it like at a you know they like Regions wasn't the only bank. Yeah. They, right, you have the you third, know what I'm saying? you have Truist, which was Sun SunTrust. Tr- SunTrust back in the day. So yeah, so now you, you got these banks who got a stronghold on mm-hmm. Nashville's market. So it's like, yeah, like you gotta spend money. Well, oh, you've been selling. Oh, you've been selling. Matter of fact, let's Come get the whole yeah. team. Come yes. on, yes. Order whatever you want. Exactly. Just make sure you push and this don't product. Be modest. I remember we had a new teammate, and she's like, "Well, I don't want to." I said, "Girl, this is this is the card that's getting paid on." They don't care. I said, you better. I said, if you want a beer and a glass of wine, get both. If you want a dessert, get it. If you want an appetizer, get it. If you want yeah. to. I said, the worst that can happen is just like you don't eat it and you take it to go. She said, well, I don't want to be greedy. Don't care. Order it. <laughs> yeah. Well, those, those were the good days, but. Yeah. She's like, should I get a bottle of wine that no one else will drink? Yeah. But I also do kind of want to bring back that Nashville steak tour, though. Maybe like once every other month, go somewhere, you know? Yeah. Or, or maybe not even steakhouse, just some nice little restaurant you ever been to the optimist what is optimist well you won't like it you don't like seafood no i hate seafood it makes me sick oh, whatever man. that was where i first tried oysters but yeah. i mean i went to eddie v's with um Bridgestone, but obviously it wasn't here because we were out yeah. of town i went to eddie v's and i got a steak it was pretty good really yeah it was really good yeah i think i got chicken when i went because i told them i was allergic to seafood so like yeah. i'm not allergic i just tell people that because it's easier than explaining why I don't like the texture of seafood. So I just tell people I'm allergic. Yeah. Remember when I told you I wasn't really allergic? Remember I told you I was allergic and then I was like, actually, I'm not allergic. I just don't like it. Oh. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> He's like, why did you say that? I was like, because it's easier. <laughs> not- like explaining to people why I don't like the texture of like shrimp and crab legs and... Well, you say you don't like it. No, and then I'll have to explain the texture issue and... All right whatever so i mean i explain like sometimes i feel bad it's a little white lie i told someone like i can't even be around seafood without like breaking out yeah i'm about to say because that that can affect other people because now we're gonna feel bad for potentially ordering seafood when we're, I didn't, we're, but i told you I, I was allergic now i couldn't be around that i told someone else i didn't want to be around it because they didn't want to change the restaurant it's different levels though there's different levels of they want to go to juicy seafood i'm like i want to go to juicy seafood so i just lied and said i'm i'm allergic i can't be around it like yeah i'm I'll not a fan out. of like that bag the seafood in the bag stuff it, it's too messy i don't i'm not a fan of seafood I'm i don't i don't messy. like that seafood's cool yeah i love me some oysters oh. nice and raw you know that's so disgusting but I like them charbroiled. I don't know if that preferably. is. Preferably. You know, just put them like they're not raw, but they're like grilled. Pretty good. Mm. Um, all right. Well, sorry for our little tangent. Um, I'm sure if you were in the or are in the uh, corporate world where 
you get to eat on corporate dime. Then spend that card, swipe that card. I'm telling you, do not feel bad. And if you're someone that plans the dinner, plan the expensive one. Guess what? They will be all right. They rather they prefer expensive unless they give you a budget. If they give you a budget, then obviously stay within the budget. But if they don't give you a budget. That's your go-to. That they want something expensive. Especially if you bust your ass for that company, like like you 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 like definitely deserve that shit. And another thing is, I always tipped like thirty percent, and they didn't care. Yeah, you know, because I remember when I was uh, using, you know, like milking it. Um, they're like, yeah, yeah, just, just, just make sure you leave a tip. I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember one time I was like, oh, yeah, they already did the tip. He's like, leaving an additional 10. I was like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, don't, yeah. don't be, you know, yeah, don't be, don't be modest and, don't. and just know at the end of the day, they can just let you they go. They can afford it because, let me tell you. Well, and, and they can just let your ass go. Oh, right. They will let you do go at the end of the day because one thing they're not going to cut back on are the expensive meals. One thing they will cut back on is that marketing budget. Mm-hmm. They're going to cut marketing before they cut your expensive meals. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind. Yeah. All right, Benny Who, welcome to the G Talk Podcast. We have a special edition in the building. Um, you heard a voice. We have Kirsten in the building. Hello. Um, and... In honor of it being January, this is also known as the Founders Day Month. Of uh, uh, the most important sorority. Oh shit, there's oh, three. Oh, not, not you throwing shade already. January uh, 15th is the most important. Oh hell, Day. here you go. Well, just want to let you know that tomorrow is a national holiday. <laughs> We are the first to pop it off, you know. You know, you got to start with the best. You got, you got to start with your best foot forward. So we're gonna pop it off the campus. Oh yeah, J Five is tomorrow celebrating 112 years. Um, we were founded at Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, way back in 1911. And I went to Bloomington in 2014. It won shit there then. So. Just in, it's just a college town. Putting it into perspective, it really makes you look at it and say, wow. You know? Yeah. Ten, ten young college men found something that 112 years later still standing. Um, but, yeah, so we're going to hit you with a a Greek pod. You know, this is actually the first time I ever did one of these. Oh, really? I'm the first. Yeah, like. I'm a trendsetter. Because this is my idea. Okay, yeah, it this was. This was my idea, so let's just put that out there. Okay, yeah, it was Kirsten's idea. and Co-producer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or am I the producer and you're the co-producer? So we got some changes coming in 2023. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, we're going to just kind of give you a brief, well, really a uh, in-depth view, because we're kind of unique, wouldn't you say, mm-hmm. when it comes to the Greek world? We are. We're like unicorns. Uh, right. Of, so just, we'll explain why. So for context, I'm, I'm 29 years old. Kirsten, how old are you? They're 31. Oh my god, yes, I'm 31. I had to think about that. Yeah, Kirsten took like eight shots before she <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely sober. Is that damn Coke you got? Yeah, I mean McDonald's Coke is made of cocaine. Hell, you, you put some jack in there, didn't you? No, I'm not drinking, unfortunately. <laughs> you know what? This year, mark me now, you know, and I already told Veronica that I'm not gonna drink as much this year. And if anything, 
really the main thing is laying off hard liquor. Welcome to the club. Welcome um, to the club of not drinking. So yeah, we definitely got to try some breweries out too, just like some craft beer here and there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I gave. I think I don't think I've had alcohol since Nashville's. No, no. Oh, oh, you you're right. Actually, yeah. let me shut up. I yeah. did have alcohol <laughs> after that, but really, the last time I drank, drank. Yeah, like was at Nashville's, and, and those weren't really like straight shots. It was like mixed. So. Oh, we had shots in, here and then in the car, and then. Uh, when I'm talking about like at the place, yeah, it was mixed. Well, no, drinks. I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so okay. yeah, it wasn't like straight alcohol. Was, oh, that's true. That is true. I haven't had shot shots right since, since Nashville, and that was October. Yeah. yeah, but when you tell people you're not drinking, especially if you're a woman, like the first question they ask you is like, "Are you pregnant?" What the fuck? I mean, that is legit. No, but I literally told someone I'm not <laughs> drinking, and they're like, "Are you pregnant?" I'm like, "I will have to be having active sex to be pregnant," and clearly, I've been on a celibacy kick for years now. So, no, no, you know, I just don't want to drink. Like people don't like you saying you just don't want to drink. Like they have to have a reason. I'm like, what other reason do you need besides I don't fucking want to? Well, you know, you know, this, that's a good conversation because as a young adult, I've actually tried to like cut back and it's hard. Not, not just on my end, but just like the environments I'm around. I remember, I wasn't going to drink any hard liquor, you know, the whole week. I'm at the barbershop. And you you drink at the barbershop? Yeah, like, we be getting... That's well, what happens in barbershops? It depends. Mine, you know, it's, it's a little different. But here I am just chilling at the barbershop, minding my business. Huh, man, take a shot. I'm thinking, what? <laughs> Sorry. But mind you... That's not every time thing, but yeah, it just so happened that the week that I wasn't tr- trying he, to drink. He, your barber does he take shots with you? It wasn't even a barber. It was um, so a random person. Yeah, because you know, it's like a community. Yeah. You know, people in the community, and like someone came in. Like, yeah, man, I got this. Uh, done. Who did it? Huh, man. I'm just like. You know what I just thought about? What? A barbershop salon type thing would be good, like as a dating app. Like, you know how many, like, single men go to a barbershop and get their hair cut? You know how many single women go to the salon and get their hair done? Like, I remember telling someone, like, tag the guys you're cutting if they're single, like... I mean, they're not always single, though. A lot of them are. It depends on what barbershop. I'm about to say, I'm going to let you know, barbershop really ain't the best place to... Why not? Y'all gotta... Even the wholesome ones go in there and get their hair cut. Well, I'm just saying, like... I'm not saying go in there and meet guys. I'm just saying if there was like a Nashville IG page where oh. people are like. And just tag people. Uh huh. That are single. Oh, that But are you single. remember the Nashville Facebook group, the singles? Oh, gosh. oh, that was fucking terrible. Yeah, that was kind of nuts. Because and, people were lying about like and also, who they truly were. Like, And also it was real messy because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yes. somebody who. Yes, it was very messy. Yeah, and I was like, ah. Yeah. Actually, no, I scratched that. It's gonna get messy. No, exactly. Like, scratch that. This nigga ain't single. That you know, I'm yeah. Lie. Scratch that. Scratch it because yeah. you niggas like to lie. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's like I've tried many times, and sometimes it's hard to not drink from my environment. Like even with me mm-hmm. trying to not drink, like you say, a lot of people disregard you saying that. And, and then that's when I get really fucking rude with them. Yeah, because and, don't. And I will say now I've gotten better with it because my nose are definite. 
Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I knows a complete sentence. No. You know, back in the day, I used to push the envelope. I'm like, man, why not? Man, come on. Because I just associated drinking with fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now you get older, that's not the case. Always. Oh, I like went off on somebody one time and made them feel super bad for offering me a drink. Mm. I was just like went off on them. I was like, so. And then they're like, okay. Yeah, get oh. away from me. Yeah. Now I made you feel stupid. After yeah. I told you no, because my nose are definite. My nose are like, I remember I was doing the cotillion with um, ADL when I was in high school and we had the talk. And the talk just consisted of no means no. No doesn't mean <laughs> no. And no doesn't mean <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> so ever since I got that talk, it's like my, and she's like, your nose are definite. And that's where I got that saying from. And so like, no means no, motherfucker. So. Yeah. Don't yeah, ask me to drink. I'm going to tell you no. And those out there, you know, if someone says no, just disrespect it. And yeah, don't be a loser. Don't be lame. And, you know, people make their own decisions. So just just let them make their own choice. Yeah. And it, them not like unless you're trying to get them drunk to like take advantage of them. Like, why are you disrespecting them? Yeah. And don't do that. Like, don't offer. And also people, people drinks don't. People so don't, they can loosen up and yeah. you can take advantage of them. Like people don't. Uh. Drink at the same level that, that you do either. So, you got to keep that in mind. So, you know, right. just, just just keep that in mind. And, and I'm a slow drinker. Well, so. I remember when you and Veronica laughed at me at, that one time. We were at Germantown Pub and they're like, what do you want to drink? I said water. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, that was hilarious. But I really did want water. Yeah, but like, <laughs> we were like, what do you want to drink? Water. <laughs> I mean, we already know water, but like, what do you want to drink? <laughs> Oh, I don't even know what I ended up with. Probably a beer. But looking back, that was kind of we were we were kind of pressuring you. That was rude. Yeah, I forgive y'all though. No, uh-huh. I'm I, seriously, I was not offended. I thought it was funny. Yeah, well, I mean, we thought it was hilarious too. But yeah. you know, but anywho, let's get this news week. It's gonna be a quick one because um, actually I recorded this past well New Year's Eve, and uh, you know episodes out right now. It's, it's hilarious. So it check it out. First episode of the year. We wildin'. Take your girl to Oak as a first date. Do not do that because you got to only go up from there. Also, dating in the friend group is kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. Don't do it. It's tricky, though. Don't do it. Because, well, actually, yeah, it's a little yeah, sensitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we won't get into that. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Well, don't lie about it. Don't lie about it and don't do it unless you know you can just be like, if you want to fuck, then that's one thing with like, and you know, you're not going to get feelings. But if you are like, seriously, if you seriously want to date someone because you are establishing feelings, don't do that. But if you just want to be like a friends with benefits and you know, like it's going nowhere because you're not romantically like inclined to like each other, then I think that's fine. Mm. Yeah. Anywho. Um, Demar Hamlin, uh, safety for the Buffalo Bills. Let me see if they have any more. Is it safety or defensive? No, no uh, he's safety. Yeah, uh, Demar Hamlin, safety for the Buffalo Bills. He had collapsed uh, Monday Night Football. Um, he had cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. He had to be resonated. Resonated back on the field, and he is now at University of Cincinnati's hospital. Um, he's still in critical, critical condition as of Wednesday mm-hmm. at 7.35 p.m. Central Time. Mm-hmm. But uh, a family rep said, like, he's trending positively. Like, he showed signs this morning that the doctors felt like, 
he showed signs that the doctors needed him to show to give them optimism. He's not out of the woods yet. Mm-hmm. They, they said he has a long way to fight. So, of course, the family knows more information than we do. Like, of course, the NFL and the Bills organization, the family probably knows way more than we do, uh, which obviously is expected because you need to, like, respect privacy and stuff. And so, but the, fa- the family is optimistic on how he's doing. And then they also said he was breathing, like, he needed the ventilator 100% and now he only needs it 50%. And they put him on his stomach to kind of give his lungs a break. But he's still, like, sedated, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a in a self-induced, not a self-induced, hospital-induced coma. But, well, I don't know the yeah. medical terms. But I hope he makes a full, full, full recovery. And my line sister and friend, Michaela, said something really important on, um, she's a nurse. And she said something really important on Twitter. And she was like, physicals aren't enough. Like, we need to start doing heart tests and, like, start running, like, um, what's that? cardiology test Mm. on athletes because she's like there's been so many athletes in like high school and college that have just fallen dead out of nowhere because they had an undiagnosed heart condition and she's like to just ensure all player safety and the peace of mind of like coaches and parents and teammates physical should not just be like okay you, you can run you're in good health you should also be doing a heart test to see if there's underlying conditions yeah and he's only 24 years old that's the crazy part and she's um, and she said know. like most cardiac arrest in young adults is due to a undiagnosed heart disease or heart problem or something yeah and so she's like you know i mean young adults just don't drop dead yeah unless yeah. you have an undiagnosed issue yeah so hopefully um you know, all as well. Mm-hmm. Also, Skip and Shannon, I think they about to part ways. Well, Skip is just, he's just said some shady shit over the last. Have you seen like. I yo, think, yeah, I saw the clip this morning. I watched it live. Yeah. It, I felt like at first, like. It got, it got pretty, pretty tense. Yes. And he's like, and Shannon, all he said was like, Skip said something. Skip made a tweet. Skip needs to delete the tweet. The tweet was, and he was like, I stood by what I said. Like. Uh-huh. <clears throat> okay, I'm not someone that's gonna counsel someone like that. I I understood what he was trying to say. Like he was like, "What happens to the standings?" But it doesn't matter. Yeah, it he was just, just he should have kept the standings and where we go from here, and just said, "Pray for Demar." It doesn't matter. Yeah, because at, like you think yeah. the Bills are gonna be like, "Man, am I gonna play on my home turf, or am I gonna have to travel for the first? week of the playoffs they're worried about their fucking friend they may not even want to play like how's this going to impact the rest of their season because i was telling someone they're like oh just give it a few days they'll be okay but like being someone i'm not a like therapist but i do communications for mental health and substance use and so i had to do a lot of trainings and one thing i've learned through trainings is like when someone they literally watched their teammate die on the field because he had his heart had to be um yeah, yeah you know yeah they had to do cpr restart it and yeah. so like basically they did see him die and after a traumatic event like that you just don't recover in two or three days and the worst thing you can do is put people out on a football field when their mental is not 100 percent. they can get themselves hurt they can get their teammates hurt they can get other players hurt and we can end up in another life-threatening situation yeah yeah like you just can't like overcome that like yeah that's why like players take if they have a death in the family or something i think it's wild that they play through that 
Like that's me telling someone, oh, your friend just passed away in a traumatic event. Oh, you get a week to get over it. We all know, we've all had someone pass away. Mm -hmm. And we all know that it doesn't take just a week or a few days to get over it. I mean, people are still dealing with that shit. Years, months, weeks later. And so expecting grown men, and we are all about, well, grown men need to work on their mental health. We want grown men to work on their mental health. And then you're telling them to get their ass out on the field so you can like get your fantasy ratings and be entertained. Like you don't see the hip, like what's the name of the book you read? Mouth football. Oh, the million dollar slave. I, I, I think everyone should go read million dollar slave. It is life changing. I read that in college and like, I took like an athlete class. Like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, even, I mean, I, you know, baseball is my favorite sport, but I just feel with the NFL, it's, is it worth it? It really ain't. If you think about it, especially. Is it worth it? Compared to other sports, you know, you got these ex-baseball players. They find happy-go-lucky Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. He's like 60-some years old. You got Ken Griffey out here. You know, you got all these other ex, you know, athletes who, you know, from the MLB, and they're thriving. You don't really hear too much craziness with them. You know, normally their mental's good. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't really yeah. hear that, but it's a lot of matter of fact. It's this um this ex Jaguar player died um recently, like mm. like yesterday or two days ago. He was only thirty years old. Oh, I think I I think I saw that. And the crazy thing is, ESPN uh, Mila Kunis. I, I can't think of her name, but she's a she's on ESPN. She said she was talking to a former player. He doesn't have a fucking pension because he hasn't been in the year the league five years. He doesn't have if he's done. He doesn't get the five-year health insurance after he's done because he hasn't been in the year, the league five years. What the fuck? Yeah, and like the average, um, <laughs> like I think no, the average career or NFL lifespan is like four and a half years. Two, I th- isn't it two? Shit, damn it. Um, because each year you have about three hundred players entering the draft. They got to make mean, rooms on some teams, so some people have to get. But I think it's just crazy that the NFL, after you retire, only offers five years of health insurance. But you have to. Oh shit! It's three point three years. Yeah, it's 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 short. Yeah. And so I don't know what because I I truly believe in the power of prayer, and I do in my heart believe that he's going to make a full recovery. I just don't know how you come back from that. Yeah, I mean to get back on the field. But you know what the messed up part about it though. Is that he might feel like he has to, and I hope I hope he has people in his ear saying he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to. I hope he doesn't feel like he has to for the money, because is it worth it? Is it worth it? I but, know. It's, but like you know, unfortunately, that's not for us to decide. Right. It's it's for him and his family to talk through. Yeah. Um, but you know, hopefully with this, maybe they might create a position for him. You know, like not on player, the field yeah, or something. Like you know, just. Yeah. 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 I think the Bills will take good care of them. That I mean, well, I've never been. I've been to New York City, but I've never been to Buffalo. And people said Buffalo is a great sports town. I just feel so bad for that city because they had the winter storm. People were freezing their cars. People were dying, and now this. Like they've been through yeah. in the shooting um, earlier in the summer of twenty twenty two. That city has just been through yeah, so much. And like, how much more can you take as a city? Yeah. And so, but yeah. Prayers out to his family, to yeah. his teammates, coaches, staff, everyone. Yeah, prayers to Demar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Um, rest in peace, to Gangsta Boo. Um, 
I'm not going to put Kirsten on the spot, but, you know. Gangsta- I didn't know who she was. I'm just go ahead and say it. <laughs> Y'all have to understand, I grew up in the oh, suburbs. You, you, you have to defend yourself. It's okay. It's okay. Listening to, like, it's Britney okay. Spears and NSYNC and Jessica Simpson. It's okay. Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees. It's okay. S but Club 7. You remember S Club 7? I do not. Excuse me? S Club 7 on, like... ABC Family S Club ain't no like an S Club. I mean, party. I probably know, but it's been so long. But, um. But yes, uh, R.I.P. They said it was like a drug overdose. I think it was fentanyl. Um. Y'all. But uh, her real name was Lola Chantrell Mitchell, better known by her stage name, Gangsta Boo. Um, you know, she was part of Three Six Mafia. For those who don't know, born nineteen. Three Six Mafia was only three people. Born in nineteen sixty nine. I mean seventy nine. How did they come up with the name for Three Six Mafia? Well, let's see. Three Six Mafia is a American hip hop group from Memphis, Tennessee, formed nineteen ninety one, emerging as a horror themed underground hip hop group. They will successfully go and enjoy mainstream success. The group's nineteen ninety five debut album, Mystic Styles, will go on to be an infl- an influential cult classic. They have released music on independent labels such as Profit Entertainment and their own Hypnotized Minds label, as well as Relativity, Loud, and Columbia Records. Uh, but yeah, um, they have DJ Paul, Juicy J, Koopsta, Nika, Gangsta Boo, Lord Infamous, and Crunchy Black. But yeah, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. She passed away January 1st. That's so sad. Listen, y'all, don't, I keep saying it, but I mean, Tennessee is up there in the top five states with fentanyl overdoses. Really? Top five? I think, yeah. Sheesh. I think so. Uh. If it's not top five, it's at least top 10. I have to go back and read the report. But like, you can go read it at the Department of Health online, but like, stop for the love of God. Stop taking pills from people that you buy off the street there they can be laced with fentanyl and you can die oh no fentanyl fentanyl will kill you if it's the right dose and all you need is a little bit for it to i've seen this video where this cop was like that's false you okay. cannot. You okay. cannot. Okay, cause, I'm gonna show. Because I, I was like, no, that look weird. I did a graphic for International Overdose Awareness Day, August 31st, and I did a graphic on what fentanyl is and what it isn't. It, you, you can only overdose on fentanyl if you ingest it or it hits your bloodstream. Like if you touch fentanyl and you like put your hands to your mouth and you ingest it, yes, but just touching it by itself is not going to make you overdose obviously if you touch it you need to go wash your hands and like okay do the proper things with that but like just because you touch fentanyl or even if you like breathe it it's it's not in your bloodstream it has to hit your bloodstream for you to overdose okay that's what the experts say so i'm going with the experts that's what i was told when i made my graphic for work okay but yeah all those cop videos it's like Fox propaganda to blame Joe Biden for opening up the border and saying we're not safe. Like, I know you heard of like the Skittle fentanyl for Halloween. People are giving that out. Bro, the cartel doesn't want your six year old to overdose. Yeah. Not, that's not their target audience. It's teenagers and young adults. Yeah. Which is crazy to me because if you keep killing them, who's going to buy your fucking product? <sighs> well, okay. Anyhow, last but not least, Kevin McCarthy, your boy's going through it. He is the um, 
Well, he was. Well, he's the House Minority Leader as of now, but he has failed six votes. So, um, essentially, they're voting for the new uh, keeper of the House, and he has failed to get the majority, and it's been six times um, that they've attempted. So, this hasn't happened since 1929 that a House Speaker has been elected on the first ballot. Kevin is embarrassing himself. Yeah, so we'll just see what happens and, you know. They still haven't gotten a vote yet, right? Nope. 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 Isn't Jeffries, wait, who was ahead of him? Uh, I'm Someone not. Else. Let's see. Uh, I don't really think of anyone ahead of him. I think he just didn't get the majority vote. Uh, but yeah, this is literally history. <laughs> um, that we're witnessing. You see anything? Mm-mm. Well, but anywho. I know they were resuming at 8 p.m. Um, Eastern time to like vote again. But like the house, you can't be sworn in. These new members of the house can't be sworn in until they have a house leader. Yeah. So like the so, Republicans are just playing themselves. Yep. Six votes, two days, no speaker. And these white men are not going to like come off their high horse because they believe they're the most important people in the world. So, this is going to go on for a few days. Yeah. A hot-ass mess. Yeah. All right, well, you want to take a quick break and we get into it, or what? Or we want to just hop into it? It's up to you. Do you want to hop into it? Uh, I might get some, uh, get some water or something. I'll be, we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. So, we're going to just essentially introduce ourselves, or our Greek selves, rather. But uh, I'll let you go first, ladies first. Thank you all. So if you don't know, which I'm sure you already do, I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated in 1908. The best, mm-hmm. the best, the first, and the finest, the best. Um, I actually was initiated in the fall of 2013 at the University of Missouri-Columbia in the Delta Ta chapter. Um, you, should I say my line name? No, 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 no. Okay. I was about to say, oh, no. No, no, how greasy are we getting? This ain't appropriate. <laughs> okay, good. But, uh, but yes, that's, that's, that's my history. Okay, yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Um, our founder's day is tomorrow, January 5th. Yo, yo. Um, I am a 2000, a spring 2014 initiate of the Alpha Theta of Kappa Alpha Psi. And it's funny, we crossed in the same like school year. You just pledged like a um, semester before me. Mm-hmm. So if we had fall lines, it's probably been, probably been Sands. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, but currently I am a member of Hendersonville Alumni Chapter. And I am the keeper of exchequer, which means treasurer. Do you hold any offices in your current uh, uh, alumni chapter? I do. I'm a member of Alpha Delta Omega since January 2015, joined right after college. Mm -hmm. And I've held lots of positions, committee chair, committee co-chair, member at large. And my current position is I am at Vanderbilt University. Which, so I actually had a desire to be the Alpha Theta. You should. As I got older, I said, hell nah. I don't want them problems. 
You I deal. think it will be different for you because you pledge through Alpha Theta. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not moving. I'm not moving back to Columbia, Missouri. To yeah, but how many how many that. girls y'all? I mean, do you oversee? There's only thirteen on campus. Thirteen. Well, imagine like forty men, young men, who think they hot shit. Well, the grad advisor for AKA at TSU oversees like 130. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. But anywho. Garrison, you can do it. I think you can do it. I Man. think they want you to do it. But well, that will require you to move your chapter. Yeah, I'm about to say, I have to go back to Nashville alumni. And we all know. <laughs> That's just not... <laughs> you've already been there, done that. Been there, done that. But, you had um, the time. You put in your work. Yeah, so essentially, so me and Garrison, we're pretty similar. Uh, we have never stopped being active. Yeah, we don't have a lapse in service. Um, And once again, you know... You fall 13, I'm spring 14, so we just kept it going, and we have transitioned to the alumni chapter. So Y'all call it alumni. We call it graduate. Yes. but It's the same thing, but yes. it's just, you know. But, um, you know, we are unicorns. It's not too many people who fit our description. True. Like, if you think about undergrad to alumni and hold offices and remain active you don't really that's not common amongst our age group um can you kind of well let's 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 really talk about the transition from undergrad to uh alumni or you know graduate chapter in your terminology but i was a poll mark i was a president in undergrad mm-hmm. and then i was a keeper records and then i transitioned to national alumni and I was the strategist there, and I just still remain active. And then I moved to Hendersonville in 2018, and then I became the keeper of X Checker in 2019, and I still hold the office to this day. So, what is that in terms for people that don't know? That means treasurer. Okay. Um, so, because we call it Tamioka. So, right. You know, we, if you're not Greek, we want to make sure you understand what we're talking but about. But also, too, at a workshop, you know. We, we, we should still, they were essentially saying don't, like, still use the term, but then, like, explain it versus, like. No, yeah, I just want to use to explain what that was in case well, yeah. people didn't know. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Um, but it was just inter- interesting in that workshop because I used to do that all the time. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm the treasurer. Yeah. But, like, they're like, no, nah, I'm the keeper of exchequer. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's treasurer. Yeah. Because that's just our terminology. And, but anyway. Going from undergrad to grad was was intimidating. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, too, for those listening who might be undergrad or recently graduated, a lot of alumni chapters and graduate chapters will offer you, or at least with us, discount on local dues, like half off. AKA doing that. Well, they understand that <laughs> when you graduate, you know, you still find yourself. So, you know, they... We want younger people to join, so that's just our method of like reclamation. You know, we'll offer half I love that off. For y'all. You know, y'all can take a note or two from us. We could, we actually can. I really wish we would take life member, but if they do that, they'll lose money, and that's why they haven't done it. But well, yeah, it makes sense because we might actually be following y'all model soon. Yeah, well, where you gotta wait twenty five years to become just, a life member? Just know that. Other orgs look at what other orgs are doing and they're mm-hmm. like, hmm. Because 
You know, with Delta, they don't allow life membership. At all? Uh-uh. Anymore. See, I didn't know that because I don't really be caring what the Deltas like, be doing. No offense. I just oh, don't shit. care. What, but, I mean, uh, we had this conversation all of my... I don't care yeah. what other Greek organizations are doing because I'm not focused well, on them. I hope they're doing well, but I don't... That was passive aggressive, but... I, I just don't... I just don't look at what they do. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, and, and I off, off mic, I, I, I was like, you might want to just... Because, you know, stuff that happens elsewhere could come to your doorstep. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if it's, like, making national news or if it's something that I need to be concerned about that someone said in a chapter, of course. But if they're, like, just doing, like, everyday things, like community service and their programs, I hope they're doing great. But it doesn't really impact my Greek journey, so I don't really tap into it. Well, this, this... I don't think that's weird. I mean, I actually find it interesting just how other people do stuff. You know, see, I mean, I just, I just don't care. What works for you works for you. What doesn't doesn't. <laughs> I'm just focused on AK. <laughs> All right, but how was it transitioning from uh, undergrad to graduate chapter for you? Yeah, so I'm a little different in the in the thing in regarding transition to grad chapter because I always knew I was going to Alpha Delta Omega because my mom, I'm a legacy, and my mom is a part of ADO. She's been a part of ADO since. The, probably before I was born, if we're being honest. Um, she's is, a life member. What does legacy mean? Um, that means, uh, aka legacy means you have a um, paternal grandparent, mother. Um, Sorry, I remember. Or, or like guardian that is a member. Oh, okay. So it ex- it excludes cousins, aunts. Okay, so that'd be paternal. Yeah. Paternal. Okay. Or your guardian. Okay. So, um, that's what AKA legacy is. And so I kind of knew um, that when I got out of college, first of all, my dad called me because, you know, you we all have to pay a fee um, to corporate to become members and like start the process, whatever. Um, so my dad got on the phone and he was like, I'm not about to put this money in your bank account. If you ain't about to be active after college, I see so many um inactive people that said like he was just going off he's like so you better be active after college or i'm not gonna pay this money i was like yeah i'm gonna be active and obviously i moved back home and he told me he was like you need to go to the word meeting like are you gonna be active and he's not greek at all like mm. not greek at all and so i was like yeah so i went to a sorority meeting in like october and i joined in january but i grew up around those ladies like i did the mm. cotillion with ado i did volunteer opportunities that were open to the public with ado and so they already knew me because yeah. of my mom because hella people brought me gifts i didn't wrote I, me recommendation letters i know so. your mom was a life member mm-hmm. 25 she as soon as she turned 25 she got a life member she initiated in 19 19- 81 at Ada, Ada Psy. Was that MTSU? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. about to celebrate their 50th this fall, so... Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention I am a life member of Cap Alpha Psy. I am not a life member of Ada because I have not been a member for 24 years. Um, <laughs> on November 10th, it will be 10 years, which is exciting. It'll be a decade, but I... Sheesh, and you're getting old. I am getting old. I'm I'm old as hell. I'll be, um, I'll be I'll be ten next year. Yeah, and so uh, my transition was just a little different because I knew I was going. First of all, I like moved back home with my parents, and mm-hmm. I knew I was going to be active. And if I wasn't active, my dad was going to get in my ass. And so I just 
joined and from there I joined the committees my mom was a part of and I just kind of branched out on my own and like met people Mm -hmm. and like formed friendships that weren't outside my mom that were outside my mom and so um I will say I had an advantage of her already being a part of the chapter and me knowing Helen members since I was like five so yeah so um you know with me joining especially gonna take it back to when I joined Nashville alumni chapter so they oversee, you know, Alpha Theta, which is where I, um, you know, crossed that at Tennessee State. And, you know, their chapter is um, older, you know, it's just older members. It's a, a, it's a whole bunch of wisdom in the room. You know, I learned a lot. And it's just literally like, I felt like I was around my uncles and grandpas, you know. And they had children like almost twice as old as me sometime. And so I ain't gonna lie, I felt kind of out of place when I was there. And I can see how that's intimidating. Oh, gosh. I mean, you know, I'm in a room with Monty Watkins. <laughs> He's a judge. You're I'm, in a room with big money, old money. Oh, my God. Influential people. I'm in a room with... uh People that will set you straight if you... I'm in a room with How, Howard Gentry. Oh, yeah. You're in a room with big money. Rest in peace to William Haston. Like, he was that guy where at province council meetings, which is our regionals, Whenever he spoke, people listened. Like, it got quiet. Mm. Imagine being in a room with him. Leonard Morton, rest in peace. You know. You were in the room heavy hitters. He was like Alpha Theta 40-something. I'm like, hey. Most of the people in that chapter were Alpha Theta, right? Um, Or, like, a, a good You know, person. yeah. I mean, you, you, had a, you had a mix. Um, but, yeah, definitely old school Alpha Theta in the, bu- in, in the building. Um, but, yeah, you know, you just had some heavy hitters. And here I am, this young this this young man, you know, still trying to find my way in the world. And you know, it was good being around you know because being young and being plugged in with older people is essential. Yeah, because I mean, let's just be real: older people they have the reach, they have the influence, mm-hmm. so they have the money. Yeah, so it's good to have those people know you. Yeah. Um, you know, shout out to my guy Ross Fleming. Like, that's my guy. Like, he's like, he's like my uncle. You know, but at, at the end of the day, we're all you know members. So, you know, every time we see them, you know, it's just always a good fellowship mm-hmm. and um, yeah. always a good time. And you need to go to the chapter that fits your current needs yeah. and desires at that time. Yeah, I mean, people leave our chapter and well, go to like other chapters in Nashville and vice versa. Yeah. So, but you know, like like I said earlier, I'm now part of Hendersonville alumni chapter. And, you know, just a year in, I became an officer. So, um, you know, they're a much younger chapter and I just fit in better there. You yeah. know, I feel more myself and especially getting older now, I'm like at the sweet spot. So I'm still technically young, but yeah, but it's funny, though, because with the with our situation, you know, I'm young in age, but I'm old in capital sometimes like in the room like mm-hmm. i might have someone who's hendersville spring 17 or that are like spring 20 who, yeah. or you know so yeah. it's just very interesting because once you stay active of course people still join your chapter mm-hmm. so now you got older people you know like hey you know I'm, i've been looking at a chapter and you know i'm, I'm interested in joining and you're like yeah older people reach out to me that like in their 40s i'm just like yeah dang like yeah. i'm old yeah i'm old right and, and that's the thing too so 
literally in the room, I'm like, yeah, I already been here. I already seen this before. But then you got older people who are fascinated by it. They're so enthusiastic. I'm yeah, just like, I'm just like, been there, done that. <laughs> oh, speaking of, like, how, how often do you stroll these days? Zero. I only stroll at like like a wedding or something if like maybe one of my lawnmowers get married yeah I'll, I'll do our pat pat at a wedding or like a official event but like i didn't stroll like obviously you and veronica's like oh out there and stroll absolutely not yeah you definitely should stroll at a picnic but no boo no i don't i i just no i mean i get it though to understand why i don't it's just like i'm i did that in undergrad and honestly i didn't even do it that much in undergrad because I'm the type of person that feels like strolling should be only be at Greek events. Um, we've already had this conversation, so we won't go there on this podcast because <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, yeah, you, you're, you're, yeah. I know how you feel about that, but, uh, but yeah. I, I mean, mean, I mean, other people feel that way too. It was on Greek shenanigans when people were strolling at a restaurant, and people were like, "Sit your ass down!" Like, I'm I mean, trying to eat. Yeah, and also too, I don't even really wear that much um, paraphernalia. I only do it if I'm going to an AKA event yeah um like or unless i have a sweatshirt on and i need to run into the store real quick yeah like but i'm not i see people that purposely put on aka para just to like run errands girl but why i mean so they can be seen but why though see my um my paraphernalia is, is i mean i have a like capital license plate so oh, yeah i took my aka license plate off my car yeah i mean mine is like that because you can't get one unless you're financial. Oh, yeah. Same. So like, it's, it's saying a lot without saying a lot. Yeah, but I just, I don't know. I um, I feel like being like an older Greek a lot. Not that a lot of stuff turns me off. It's just like, I mean, it, oh, it is, this, this, I've been there, done that, and it's yeah. like it's not exciting to me anymore. Yeah. Like, I know people that get super excited for probates when Alpha Psi probated. The um in spring twenty twenty two, so many people were like so excited, and they're like, "Are you going?" I said, "No." And yep. They're like, "Why not?" I was like, "Well, number one, I have something else to do, but number two, it's just it's a probate. I've seen seen the one. You probably pretty much seen them all. Yeah, I, they uh, all follow the same format. Yeah, I went to no matter what school, by the way. Yeah, I went to Alpha Delta probate, which is at Fisk. Um. Oh yeah, you was like, do you want to go? I said, oh, absolutely not. <laughs> not because just because it's like i've seen one cap probate i mean you know it's just i mean they honestly, come in yeah, yeah they 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 start their greetings they spit history you um but also to like reveal now, them and then they get out the canes and they do their little step yeah, and so, they leave so we we oversee alpha delta my um my alumni chapter so when i go it's like uh advisory type thing like i'm not in the mix because it was it was honestly a bunch of you know recent um you know neos and stuff they like they they kind of deep and they were strolling and i'm just you know with my you know other offices we just in the back chilling because that's just what it is now like yeah i, I, don't, I don't you know that's that's for them to do right like that's that's their that's college kids and they're shy like they yeah. love that like but for me and people's like all probates aren't the same I'm like yeah they pretty much follow the same fucking structure they do yeah now the greetings are different and the way you spit history may vary chapter to chapter mm -hmm. but you come in you get on stage 
you start your greetings, you like chapter greetings, other Greek greetings, like yeah. your dean greetings, your AD, blah, 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 charter members, however your chapter does it. Then you start history, Char- chapter history, sorority fraternity history. Then you get revealed. Then you throw shade, do a little step, and then you're strolling out the door. And then you come back for pictures and your hymnal. And then all the old members come back up and start strolling. It It's the same at any university. And people's like, no, it's not. Yes, it is. I've yeah. been to plenty of probates yeah. at HBCUs, at PWIs. It's all the same. Well, I ain't going to lie. When I went to my cousin Aaron probate at Georgia Tech, I was like, Y'all Negroes, wow. But, oh, but, because of their, yeah, because we have literally, I told you, oh, we talked about this on the podcast before. The white schools, some, our white Greek advisors that are in the Greek office did not care. First of all, nobody was even there. Like, oh, from the school? Yeah, it was, like nobody was there. Right, they don't care. And mind you, <laughs> I got my old aunts there. They're like, have fun. And they talking about, they, they were saying some very obscene language. Oh, yeah, and I'm like. Hoes and. And yeah, I was like. Pussy, yeah. And I'm like, like it was kind of cringeworthy. Really? I think it, I think it's funny. Could you imagine you standing next to your mom and you hearing that? Well, there's older people at these people's probates and they heard it. But I'm just saying, like, imagine if you were around like Karen, oh, like like one of your relatives and they're older and they're not like Greek, yeah, or, or not even Greek, but just you don't want your grandma or, or older aunt to hear I fuck that bitch. You, it's wild to me that y'all <laughs> didn't. Do that. that was. <laughs> And see that—that's the biggest difference. That is wild because PWIs. Because are at boring. HBCU, that would never happen. Oh, I've seen that. PWIs Ever happen all the time. Like, matter of fact, well, I already told you. Like they, 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 they watch our show before we do it. Who the school? Yeah. Oh no! Then what? Our white Greek advisors were too busy dealing well, see, with thing. the white Greeks. They did not give a fuck. Well, see, we had us. The, the only people that watched our show were our advisors, and Mizzou was like, okay, well, if they. You have a show and nah, look, the, the, as long as your as long as your organization is cool with it, we don't care. Not a director. I mean, it may be different now, but back in the day, yeah, we yeah. had no guidelines. Like yeah, the director of student activities and and and, 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 the, and like the other team, they would you know we would have to perform the show for them. That is wild to me, really. Yeah, so people would be walking around saying you, saying bitches and hoes, and they will stop you if they didn't approve of anything. Yeah, they'll be like, yo, really. Because no. you have to follow. I wish Mizzou would have. I mean, that's why you got the wild probates, and then our probates aren't wild. They're not actually. I I've been to a couple of HBCU probates, and y'all are like very respectful. Yeah, because these these PWIs they can get hella disrespectful when it comes to other people's orgs. Like but, I've seen it in real life. I mean, I'm telling you, just as I've a, seen the Capitals hold up paper when talking about the alphas, and that. Did not go over well. Yeah, I mean, look. If y'all did that TSU, I'm sure y'all would have got recommended for that. I mean, shoot, my, my cousin Bukhari was there. Uh, I think Marcus was there, too. But, yeah, we in the crowd, like, did he say that? Whoa. Because, I mean, come on now. It's like, even one time when I was. Um, like the Omegas do, like meet to meet, like beat that pussy up. Yeah, they they definitely were saying that. Yeah, but like you don't you don't you don't see anything wrong with that. I think no, I thought it was great. But I'm saying like, y'all couldn't do that at TSU. They couldn't do that chant. 
I mean, we we would have our our chance like if we just stroll individually, but like as far as like a at a probate y'all at a probate, and, heck no, we can't. Um, did y'all did TSU allow y'all to stroll before the probates? Well, yeah, that, that, that's, that's like yeah, 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 like the pro fights, you know, stroll around mm-hmm. or whatever. But well, yeah. uh, y'all won't allow other Greek organizations to stroll at. Yeah, after the probate, y'all can stroll before. Well, no, because that that's gonna be too much going on. Like, oh, like no. after the probate's over, that's when everybody anyone can stroll before the probate or after the probate. Oh no, like normally if it's whoever's probate it is, it's their pro fights. They out there. Oh no, it's I nah, don't, like like everybody. like what y'all doing out here? It's not y'all show. Hey, listen, they 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 the DJ started playing "Wipe Me Down" and "Knuck If You Buck," and so "Wipe Me Down," "Knuck If You Buck," you got up and started wiping. And well, nothing. okay, well that was that was that was DJ fault. Or that's just. Like you just you just stroll at yeah. people's probate. Like I said, normally it's the whoever it is, it's their profiles, whatever, and then at the end that's when everybody you start. Oh, okay. But um Interesting. But yeah. All right, well let's let's look into the uh the spicy part. Why do you feel there's such a lack of uh young active Greeks? They did it for clout and to be popular. On college campus, there's no way in hell you're telling me you joined for the right reasons and you made a lifetime commitment. Okay. And then after college, you decide that, oh, I just don't want to like do it anymore because I don't have the money or I don't have the time. It's bullshit. Okay. All right. So just a it's disclaimer. Bullshit. Just a disclaimer before we, 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 uh, well, before Kirsten goes off the rails. Um, oh, I'm going to be good. I'm just saying I think it's bullshit. <laughs> So once again, just say you don't want to be active. The uh, purpose of this pod is to create insight. Um, I don't know. We might do a follow up with because I had the original idea of bringing someone who's not active and we can like no, talk do to them. Don't do that. I'm telling you, don't do that. That would be good content. Okay, wh- wh- what will this person say? Well, we can literally just hear from them. Like we can ask them why, and they can like tell us why, and then we can like. Unless debate. it's like you absolutely cannot afford it, or you had a horrible experience. I just don't get. It's. because we can hear from them like real time like why and, they, and then we can challenge them like oh well, well why don't you do you know like it can be a good just okay. just debate you know it don't have to get heated per se yeah. but you know i feel like it would be good to hear someone and their reasoning and then maybe we at the end of the pie we can convert them and gonna be active no you're not gonna convert if someone doesn't want to be active you're not gonna convert them into active lifestyle Oh. But uh, um, I, I do feel that you do see why or people's reasonings come out after like a year or two. Um, or really after graduation, in my opinion, because, you know, with me in particular, I had a mentor or have a mentor, you know, shout out to Alex. And, you know, he's a life member. He's been active. He's been active on the province level. You know, so he kind of stayed on me, and I feel like one is kind of it's kind of like a two a two two person fault system, but it's more so on the individual. But I feel like if you had a mentor, they should have been on you. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? To to, to be where you like. Absolutely. Um, because you know, just looking at it, especially like in hindsight now. If you have an active mentor and they're showing you the way, then you should know no other way but being active. 
because that's, that's like what you see. Yeah. I mean, I also hear the excuse that like people are like, well, AKA, I don't know where my grad chapters are. Um, no one's really invited me. Well, sometimes you have to go out and be like initiate some of that stuff yourself. Like go to the web website, see what chapters are active and reach out to those chapters and like meet people. I mean, I understand Honestly, you not knowing where to start. No, actually, but like we on. talk about that. Hold on, I don't. Want... We talk about that, and like when you're joining, that's a little weird. And then we talk about talk about that before the girls start to graduate. It's like, like what area are you going in? Like going to like oh here are the grad chapters, or if you're staying in Nashville, like we have three. Like, I mean, people use that as an excuse, but at the same time, it's like yeah, you're not excuse slow because you're not slow. Like you know how to go. To aka1908.com and that, look at chapters in your area and that, reach out and how to email. Yeah, that and just like you just know other other members. You be like, hey, you know what what chapter part of or whatever. Yeah, it's not hard to find an alumni chapter. It's not like I mean you can be very basic and go in your IG stories and be like any sores that live in Cincinnati, Ohio that can like point me or know anyone that's in a graduate chapter in Cincinnati, Ohio. You can yeah. make that a Facebook status like. Yeah. If you don't want to do the work of going to the website, you don't want to, like, my whole thing is, like, you're not actively working to become active. It's, at that point, it's like, okay, you got out of college, you don't know what city you're moving moving to, great, but if you graduate in May, you still have a full extra six, seven months before you pick, because AKA dues are January to December. We go calendar year. And so you're still technically active until December, even if you graduated. So I didn't join ADO until January, 2015, because technically yeah, I was still active yeah. and I didn't want to pay that money to like transfer for two months. Like it made no sense. Yeah. And so I just, to me, it's, it's a character flaw. And I know I say that and people think Rare, saying that is spicy. very weird, but you joined for lifetime membership you made a commitment and saying well i don't want to do it anymore means to me it's a character flaw because what else did you commit yourself to that you're not going to do yeah and like you you know you you joined knowing that this was for a lifetime you joined saying you are going to uphold the values and morals of your organization and it just stops after you graduate college then why'd you do it so unfortunately there's no, um, you know, there's no repercussions for not being active. Right. You you still get some of the same benefits. I mean, you can. The only thing you can't do is come, come to chapter meeting and close chapter events to go to Boulay and regionals. Yeah. And, you know, just a lot of people will just forego that if they could just go to the turn up. And I think and I think those people are living in their undergrad glory days mm. because. Why is why is a Greek turnip event the only one you want to attend? Why don't you want to attend chapter? Why don't you want to know what's going on in your organization? Why don't you want to like volunteer? Why don't you want to mentor um, undergrads in your that that are a part of your um, graduate council? Like why don't you want to yeah. do these things? And maybe I'm thinking about it from a different perspective because I grew up around AKAs. I'm a legacy. Like I knew I was going to be active. But I also joined for the right reasons. Yeah. I mean, essentially that's, that's what it is at its core, but just, you know, just kind of facing the issue. The other part is that 
in my experience of trying to get people to become active is that it's hard to show like tangible value mm-hmm. on like why should I spend this money when I can do this? But I don't think the money's that expensive. Well, but see, they okay. My <laughs> thing is, if you're going on beach vacations, if you're buying luxury, expensive designer items, why can't you pay three hundred dollars in dues? Why can't you put aside twenty dollars every month or fifty dollars every month for between January and December and just take that money and pay your dues in December and do whatever's left over, do whatever with it. It's like people tell me they can't afford to be active, but you drive a BMW and you have Gucci. What you mean you can't afford $300? You just don't want to be active. Oh, I don't have the time. I know parents that are, that have multiple children that make the time. And, Oh, also on the time. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna say we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't even touch on time because it's only two hours out of the month, and that's chapter meeting. You don't have to. If if only if you only want to go to chapter meeting and know what's going on with the sorority, that is two hours out of the month. You yeah. don't have to volunteer. You don't have to be on any subcommittee. NKA does not force you to do that. All we ask for, if you're active, if you're not a, a general member, is different. You're not part of a chapter, so you're just general. You're just financial. But if you're a part of a chapter, all we ask is for you to attend chapter meetings. You don't, if you don't want to go to Boule, if you don't want to go to regionals, it's encouraged. You're not forced to. That's two hours out of the month, Garrison, and we're on summer break, uh, July and August. So that is ten. What's ten times two? That is twenty hours. Wait, is it? What's ten times two? Yeah, twenty. Okay, that yeah. is twenty hours out of the year. Sorry, y'all, I'm not good at math. Well, um, well, no, no. So that's a common misconception too, because two, two a lot, hours. A lot of times when I talk to my peers, trying to get them, you know, back in the fold, man, I, I ain't got time, man. But in reality, so even this as an officer, yeah, we have a board meeting the Monday of the chapter meeting. It could be like an hour long, and then the chapter meeting another hour long, and then okay, community service maybe once a month. If that. If that. And then, okay, uh, we have our regionals once a year. And you don't have to go. We have our leadership meeting once a year. We have our conclave every other year. Right. So it doesn't take up as much time as people think. It doesn't take literally, I, AKA takes up a lot of my life because I made it take up a lot of my life by taking leadership positions and joining committees and like going to conferences. So for me, I probably put close to 10, 20 hours in a month for AKA, but that's okay because I don't have kids. I don't got a man. So I got to spend my time doing something besides reading and working. It's AKA. Mm -hmm. But if for the people it's like, well, I'm busy and I travel a lot, unless you're traveling like on the weekends that you meet, yeah. Or the days that you meet, you really don't have an and you can be general. Like you don't even have to like <laughs> being general requires zero time except for paying dues in January. But I mean, honestly, like, honestly That's no time at all. And general dues are like two hundred dollars. It just but like I said, it, it just kinda shows where people prioritize because as adults we spend money on what we want to. Exactly. So, you know, like you said, 
you know, people go on trips and all that and whatever. And but, I'm not counting. I don't want people to think I'm counting their pockets. But at the same time, it's yeah, like. But I mean, you know. You can't say you can't afford it. And I'm seeing what you're you're showing me what you're spending your money on on social media. But then that goes back to why or how, how can you show someone the benefits? Because like, it's nothing tangible. Yeah. I tell people all the time, like the friendships I made, the connections I made. I've gotten cl- like I've really got in like i got in a sense of like what i want my aka journey to look like moving forward like yeah. what do i want to be this awardee what do i want to give like i have so much fun at conferences meeting sort awards and going to workshops and learning more like basically my why i'm still active is number one i love my sorority number two i just want to know how i can become better like be a better soul or be a better friend like how I can make my chapter better, how I can make the community, the national community better through AKA initiatives. Like how can I give back? And of course it's easier on a college campus because you're kind of still in the bubble in college. And I do understand like, oh, I graduated college. Like where do I fit in with my Greek journey? But at the same time, it's like if you joined truly, if you truly join for the right reasons and not to be seen and not to like, establish a persona on social media to me unless you're sick or you're just absolutely broke or you had a very negative experience that impacted your mental health i don't see a reason why you are not active yeah and that's just me i just i people have tried to explain it to me it's like i don't have the time i'm super busy and it's just like you can still be general like don't you want to be financial yeah so i'll 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 say this, like the reason why I'm, I'm still active is, and also the benefits of it is that one, you know, like I say, I had my mentor, he was on me tough. And plus that's like what I saw. So I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be active. I would feel weird being a member, just not being active. And, and I was talking mad shit about you. If you and like, active. and like not knowing what's going on in my own organization. Oh yeah. I would talk mad crap about you if you weren't active. And then the awkward moment when people want a letter of recommendation. Oh, it's a no. But, um, it's a no. <laughs> Um, you're not active and chances are when this person graduates college they ain't about to be active either because you're their mentor and you ain't active I ain't about to put my name on that letter yeah um, you gotta be picky y'all Hey, you gotta be picky there's nothing wrong with being picky if you are active out there and people ask you for letters and you don't know and you don't know them either you can do your own research and get to know them but other than that I would recommend you say no cause you know, it's a, it's a reflection of you who yes. you bring into your organization. And plus, you know, and some people may corner you and be like, "This person ain't doing anything," but you recommended them. Yeah. Or this person's acting out, or yeah. they're getting in trouble, but you put your name down. Like, what's yeah. going on? Just be careful who you write letters for. But absolutely, I will say, um, you know, my journey in Kappa it's been great because well, one, you know, like I said, I was a young man. At, amongst the 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 seniors when i first uh transitioned to uh the alumni chapter and now some of my, some of my best moments have been out of town you know at regionals mm-hmm. and you meet people mm-hmm. so the the so if y'all don't hear anything at least hear this when you are in the room with active people well one you have to think okay these are the type of people who are in this room first and foremost because they are active we all have that similarity Two, these are the actual real decision makers 
You know, if, if you know these people, then they can affect you even outside of your respective organization. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they can be your next connection to a good job. Yes. Or they can introduce you to someone. Because they are in the rooms. Uh, I kid you not. I was at regionals. I want to be in the room where it happens. The room where it happens. The room where it happens. <laughs> Hamilton, by the way. <laughs> I haven't seen Hamilton yet. I know. I know. Oh, we're. I'm going to. It's a three hour sh- on Disney Plus and I'm going to force you to watch it. Okay. But um, I was in Tunica, Mississippi. Mind you, I'm just like, ugh. But, you know, being active, got to do my duty. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when I was still at Regions. You know, we go to our business session. I see readings on the projectors. I'm like, okay. Okay. Next you know, it's this, you know, short, light-skinned man. He's giving a presentation. Find out he's like a senior VP out of Tampa, Florida. Work for Regions. I'm like. Which was dope at the time. I was like, all right. And mind you, I'm still kind of, I'm like two years at the bank. Mm-hmm. So I walk up and introduce myself. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, it's good to meet a brother who works for the bank. Tell me this. Have, have you, you know, um register for conclave yet and mind you at the time conclave was five hundred dollars to register it's probably 800 now i said it was like 575 but early that's early but um i was like no nah, i haven't he said i got you and, and he actually paid yeah wow well he got regions to pay for it, but it got paid and i didn't pay it and the fact that i was just there yeah Cause I could have been at home chilling, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like bullshitting, yeah. But the fact that I was in a room, it saved me five hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? So, just being in those rooms, and then also when you go to these conclaves and you meet members from around the country, mm-hmm. and you in these rooms, it's inspiring. So then, when you get older and you go to different cities, you're like, oh, let me reach out to brother so and so. Oh, let me reach out. Mm-hmm. And they got you. Yeah, it's like literally my mom, this was a regional back when we can fit in Jackson, Mississippi. We were too big for that. Now we have been in Jackson in like years. Yeah, y'all would drink all the water. <laughs> <laughs> and so my mom met like a sore war and uh, she called that sore. It's like, hey, sore, I'm so sorry. But like me and so-and-so got stranded at the mall. The bus ain't coming back. Like we missed the last bus and she had her husband come pick them up and take them back to their hotel. All because like, mind you, this was before Uber. This is before social media. This is when people still have flip phones or how to use a phone in the department store. And so like, like you said, those connections and the people you meet. I remember one time I went to a sisterhood uh, workshop in Birmingham and I met a girl and we're still like, really like we talk every now and then on IG. When I interned in Colorado in 2015, in Fort Collins, Colorado. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's 30 minutes from Wyoming. Yeah. I was in this group chat um, called Mile High Greek. So really that opened my eyes to just the whole NPHC aspect of it. Because, well, one, in Colorado, there ain't that many black people. And two, if you're Greek, not, it's yeah. like, man, we don't care what you are. Come on. Yeah. But I met my frat brother, uh, Gabe. I took a Greyhound <laughs> down to the city, right? That was my first the city probably. mean Denver? Yes, Denver, which is like an hour south. Oh. He picked me up. We go to this nice restaurant. I get a steak dinner. He said, I got you. Oh, that's nice. Mine was first time meeting him, you know. Like, I don't, I don't know from a can of paint. And then, you know, go to the spice. Yeah, man, you know. You know, 
my house is your house. Mm-hmm. Make something home. Whatever. And I'm thinking, this is dope. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if I was very close-minded with this or didn't really utilize the connection, because honestly, I would say the most important thing that I've experienced just joining is the network. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of... Wow. You never know who knows who that can get you yeah. your next opportunity. Do you realize that being active as well, like you're in the room with some heavy hitters. Like if I go to Atlanta, you know. You're in the room with people that are like executives at Fortune Andre, 500 companies. Andre Dickens. That's the mayor of Atlanta. Yeah. He's a Kappa. Yeah. I can be like, what up, Noop? Right. You're there. Like, you know, there's um, Tamron Hall. Yeah. Um, I think she's. Yeah, I hope so. I think. Well, well, whatever. Well, she's Greek. Yeah, she's Greek, but yeah. I think she's AK. Um, you know, you have Robin Robert. I mean, she's honorary, but like you have sores that are actually really successful in their like career field. Yeah, and you know, worst case, because that's the beauty of it. It's like. Like yes, I'm I'm technically like one person away from the mayor of Atlanta or wherever, but like I can you know get a hold of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't know. It's just frustrating because that's just one of the things too. Just sometimes being in the room, and I am the only young person. That's the frustrating part about being active in Greek. Yeah, because when you go to regionals and all that, who who is it mostly? old people yep it's it's hardly ever and if they're young if they're young outside of graduate chapters they're usually legacies that's what i've learned mm. or like their aunt or their sister and then and then even with that i mean it's the old mindsets you know like you know we can't complain about stuff when we're not there to change right you know it's the reason why things already are because of who's in position right of power so I'm trying to see if she's in it. I don't know. What? She may not be Greek. Mm. Well, if, if not, then that's just our fault. Yeah. But um. So disregard everything I just said about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I you know, she was. It's, it's just I don't know. It's just I don't know. Brandy's an AK though. Yeah, she is. But she's technically she's legacy because her mom's an AK. Is she honorary? Mm-hmm. She didn't go to college. She can, well. you know. Well, we got Lance Gross. But but some, a Catholic told me they don't do honorary. You, he's like, you got to earn your shit. I was like, oh, my bad. Well, yeah, 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 we don't do honorary. He's like, you want to be a Catholic, you're going you gonna, well, you gonna to well, to be a Catholic. He might put a little too much zest on it, but we just don't do honorary, though. Yeah. So. I mean, you could have just let him slide through. I don't think you're about to haze Lance Gross and beat his ass. Well, no, nah, we don't. Okay. Well, first of all, we don't, we don't haze. We're That's not, right. We're, we're yeah, non-hazing we're not organizations. Organization. I don't know what I, I was talking I about. I don't know what, what? they're talking about. What? You know who I do want though? Who? Barack. I feel like Barack would be a good capital. But Barack and Michelle keep denying memory, um, honorary membership. Well, no, he wouldn't be honorary, but we'll just approach him like, "Yo, Washington D.C. alumni chapter." Like, what's up? I don't think he would do it. But he lives in Chicago, doesn't he? Well, okay, Chicago alumni chapter. What's up? I don't think he would do it. Um, anything else that we didn't cover? I want Beyonce. I mean, y'all can make her honorary. She ain't <laughs> she, she ain't gotta do shit. I know, but she ain't gonna. I don't think Greeks for her. I will say Hove, but 
No, he ain't doing shit. I mean, it'd be nice though. But I could never see Obama being a capital. You think so? Mm-hmm. I I can see him being an alpha. I can see him being a capital. I can see him being an alpha. I think Barack would be if he did anything. I think he'll be a. You 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 can see Barack shimmying. Especially and, that that tan suit. Come on. Uh the on. infamous tan suit. That man called hell for that. Yeah. Infamous tan suit. Uh, anything else? Um, kind of like. I don't have any last words. Well, let's just end it with, um, you know, on a positive note. Get active. Hey, if y'all listening. I don't convince anyone we, to be active because I feel like if you wanted to be active, you would. We need y'all. We do. And. Like the older members are getting tired and they're. I mean, look, they're only going to die. Look, high key. High key. I mean, they are. I mean, they're literally dying. I have ba- like the Greek life in a nutshell is old people not having kids and then they're just dying mm-hmm. because no one's replacing. So it's, and it's a good opportunity for you there to, for leadership. It's a good opportunity. For development. Connections. You know, you build extensive networks, you know, because not not too many people can say they connected in all these places like that. You know what I'm saying? And um, job opportunity. I mean, people be complaining about they in a dead end job. Hey, you need to meet someone who can make some decisions, who can change your life just by meeting them. Because mm-hmm. life is all about happenstance. You know, it's about you know people work hard, but it's also luck involved too. Like yeah. like you need to be in the same room and you know be prepared for that moment when you yeah. do meet someone with opportunity. Yeah, I mean I. Sit on a positive note. Get your get your get your shit off. Go ahead. No, it's I just the reason why I feel so passionate about this because you know like our older members are only getting older and they're passing down wisdom now. They're passing down how to take care of your organization now. And you made a commitment and you made a promise to lifetime membership. And that shit does not end at college. It continues like we are not pha and ifc we do not go four years and it's over we go four years and keep going yes and so it's so important to me because if we're not if people aren't active like we're not gonna have enough people and to yeah do our programs to continue the legacy that our founders started and then the the ones before us started, like you start to lose chapter history. You start to lose the wisdom. You start to lose these stories. And then, so the other part, the frustrating part is that when you're active and, you know, once again, it's only a few of us. Mm-hmm. And then when other, when, when stuff starts to change and then all the other people who ain't active complaining, well, guess what? Oh, we got a lot of that. You know, well, if, guess what? Yeah. We changed leaderships this summer. Uh, it's 2023, Kirsten. Yeah. We changed leaderships in 2022. And a, a lot of people that weren't active were like upset because obviously we halted membership for a second. It's still halted. Yeah. And people are like, oh my God, I have a daughter. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my, but you're not, you know why? Like some yeah. things are paused because we need to get ourselves together. 
We yeah. got to get an order. And it's hard for me to care about your opinion and you're not active and you're not going to these conferences and voting and like asking questions and standing on the floor trying to get clarity. It's like, yeah. I remember I saw this TikTok. She's not AK, but I think she was either Delta or uh, Zeta. And she was talking about how she stopped being active and she felt it was rude for people to like exclude her out of some events and exclude her from like chapter business. Girl, what? <laughs> You're not active. And she's like, that's not sisterly. Like, I still have a right to know. Okay, if you feel like you still have a right to know and you still want to be in the know, then get active. Like, I cannot reason with her. People in the comments were just agreeing. They're like, I agree with you. I'm not active, but I would like to know what's going on. I would still like to, like, receive the emails. Why? What are you going to do? Read it and go complain on Facebook? <laughs> yeah. Um... It's just, I want, if you're not active, I really want you to, like, dig deep down inside yourself and think about why and you're also, not active and yeah so why you join in the first place and, and your reasons and for not again, being active and if they're if they're actually valid once again i mean even just with life when you allow outsiders to come in mm-hmm. and change it and mm-hmm. you're watching on the outside mm-hmm. you know you can't say anything and plus we're gonna do so much when our people ain't in there to change because imagine, like, let's say with Alpha Theta, if if it's only just me and maybe one other person and then all the other alumni people coming in and making decisions for Alpha Theta, what can we do? Nothing. It's only two of us. Yeah. When the others could have helped, but they just weren't there. So. I mean, you have a say. People's like, AKA so big, I hear my voice isn't being heard. You have a say. Like, let your basilis know. Let stand up at chapter and like voice your opinions like we're only as strong as like our weakest link like you do have a say you can voice your opinion you can say like i do that all the time like i was on a conference call like a few days ago and i'm like well i don't like the direction this is going in and i voiced my opinion and my voice was heard and then it was like okay we'll have to like yeah re-examine my chapter's really good at that it's like oh we want to do this event oh wait 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 we have these questions we have these concerns it's halted until we can get more clarity until it makes more sense and this prime you have a chapter vote like you have a vote in chapter and prime example when i was a national alumni like i said they're older Mm -hmm. so let's say they were talking about having an event and let's you know let's say i said something like because that, that was the issue with national alumni is that it wasn't like a lot of young people there because if i say something like yo that's kind of that's kind of dated well we like that and it's majority of them then they gonna outvote me i'm glad my chapter's not like that but that's that's what could happen yeah that yes i agree that is what can because happen if you got a whole if you got 99 old thinking people one mm-hmm. percent Oh, they're yeah, gonna be like because they they have the majority vote. Yeah, they be like, hey, all right, whatever. Yeah, the quorum's in their favor. Yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, I just y'all, I really do want y'all. If you're not active, I want you to think about getting active. You can reach out to me if you want to like come to a chapter meeting to kind of see what that's about. There's also Kappa um, Lambda Omega and Usman Tsai. That's in. Um, 
UPO, I call them UPO, but yeah, yeah KLO, UPO, ADO, are yeah. your three grad yeah. chapters in Nashville, and then of course yeah. you have Murfreesboro. Yeah, see, we we have you know Middle Tennessee, you know Hendersonville, Nashville alumni, Brentwood, Brentwood, and Murfreesboro alumni. Like those are our four. Oh yeah, we just got a chapter in Brent, uh, Brentwood. They're new. They came out. I'm sorry, they came in the summer of 2022. They were just chartered like months oh, wow. ago. Wow. They're very new. Okay. So we have five chapters in the middle Tennessee area. So you have, if you want a smaller chapter, then maybe. Man, look, just just hit me up, man. Look, yeah. We'll, we'll hit Garrison up, up for Kappa. Hit me up for AK. We don't know anything about any other org, so you're gonna have to find out. Yeah. About that from somebody else. Um. <laughs> maybe about to wrap up and. Oh, just, also, I just want to say one last thing. Oh, all right, go ahead. For Founders Day, why do y'all buy new fits? and go out and look cute and spend all money knowing you're not going to be active the rest of the year talking about how much you love your sorority do you really love your sorority i just don't answer that it's rhetorical just just think about it just think about it i'm just saying just think about it look buying a new fit for social media to say i'm an aka i love my sorority but you haven't done anything since you graduated how much love is that that's like me saying i love my family but I actively go out of my way to not <laughs> be a part of their life. I actively make excuses on why I can't go see them or be a part of the, their lives. That's literally the same thing. You made a commitment. Like you love your family and you're not. And I'm assuming if you love your family, you're not about to go years without showing them love or showing up for them or seeing them it's I mean, kind of the same thing I mean, there might be some people version of love huh <laughs> there might be some people version of love but you can't love your sorority or fraternity if you actively avoid being a part of it that's not love you You're love right. that you love the image of it and you love posting on social media to get likes and to feel validated which i think social media is ruining greek life but that's a different topic for a different oh, yeah. day yeah, it, social media is terrible for Greek life, and I almost mm, sorry, I almost wish we didn't have it. I almost wish we didn't have it because a lot of people are joining to stroll. Um, okay, I gotta say this. Right. I saw this one part. It's oh. just a comment, a funny comment I saw on a TikTok, and someone that's not Greek was like, "Why do y'all be joining? Really, like, if it was, she's like, I think a lot of y'all join just to stroll in for the party." And one guy, he's so funny. Um, I follow him on TikTok. He's like, some of y'all joined the stroll and you still aren't sharp. <laughs> Screaming. <laughs> and then another thing, this one at Alpha. <laughs> I still have this screenshot and people got mad at me when I was like, I screw, uh, this is back in the day. And he was like, a GDI, no, Alpha was like, y'all only come to us when you need something. No, y'all only come to us when you need something, but expect us to help you out. Like, when you need something, someone was like, yeah, because when I'm getting jumped, my first thought is to be like, man, let me call this alpha to come out. <laughs> yeah, I was dying. And then, but literally, he was like, what do we need you for? He's like, what's an alpha going to do for me as a GDI if I'm not interested in being Greek? And he has a very good point. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> and I think, like that's why I don't like the I whole people, social media platform. Because right, because I think people... It's not supposed to be questioned like that. It's not, but I think people are getting like are starting to question people like especially people that aren't greek and that don't want to be greek that had never that didn't have a desire that are now coming on in comments and especially on tiktok they're like then if you're not active why'd you join like what was the point like did you just do it for college yeah, see. and so when people start questioning you and they ain't greek we got we got we got a lot of shit to fix 
as like MPHC. We have a lot of stuff to fix. And I I don't like social media when it comes to greed because number one, people are in your fucking business. Like that Kappa that basically said um, some of his Neos. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were paper. I was like, damn, and you're their profile? Like some of that shit needs to stay off social media. Like, what are you doing? Like, y'all have no discernment. Y'all have no discretion. I'll just end with this because when I was a freshman, the campus leaders, the people who I looked up to, they were all Greek. And they were a great example. They were in, you know, positions of leadership and, you know, they were good in the classroom and active on like different organizations. I'm like, man. But, I want to be that, but it's not like that. I I know, and I'm saying now it's 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 changed because now it's like I talked to someone that was thinking about joining an organization, and they're like, you know what? I don't know anymore because she, she, they were like, all I see them do is like par- drink at parties and stroll. They're like, they don't really have campus events, and when they do have campus events, their words not mine. She's like, it's lame as fuck, mm. and she's like, it's not interesting, and I feel like they just thought about it like 24 hours before and it's not organized it's not organized and so we have to start asking ourselves like do we care more about partying and strolling and stepping than we do about our national programs and that's a problem that you're more it's a problem when you're more together with the strolling and the stepping and your programs on campus are lacking well, that's, that's an age old that's an age old issue it is and i don't know how we combat it oh i know how we combat it get active come help us out oh yeah <laughs> all right well we're gonna that end. was fun. Yeah, so look, once again, we're not bashing. Well, at least I'm not a curiousness. I'm not bashing. <laughs> I'm, it, I actually wasn't judging. Oh, okay. Well, let the record Did show. Did it sound like I was judging? Well, I mean. I'm just very passionate about it because I just don't understand why you're not active. No, nah, but seriously, though, I mean. I, I need that understanding. I be, I be getting frustrated, though, when it's just me. I'm like, yo, where the hell are all these niggas at? Mm-hmm. Like, it can't just be me. Right. Like something's wrong. It is, yeah. But um, you know, once again, January fifth, Founders Day, Cap Out Facade. In like four hours, technically. Yep. January 9th, uh, Founders Day for Phi Beta Sigma. Mm-hmm. January thirteenth is the Founders Day for Delta Sigma Theta. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Deltas. January fifteenth is the Founders Day for Alpha Kappa Alpha. The first of finest. January sixteenth is the Founders Day for Zeta Phi Beta. January was a busy month. Man, it's like, yeah, it's, it's so funny because at the beginning of the year, January just like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. The then, only ones that aren't January are... So then you got September 19th, which is I- Iota Phi Theta. Iota Alpha. November Alpha. 12th is Sigma Gamma Rho. November 17th is Omega Psi Phi. Mm-hmm. And December 4th is Alpha Phi Alpha. It was a cold day in December. It was ice cold day. Huh? Ice cold. It's funny because they claim to be first, but they last on Founders Day. But I mean, in the year, in the year, all of them, right? Whatever. I mean, they. I mean, technically, well, no, I don't go that far. But um, we're not throwing shit on this podcast. Yeah, man! Shout out to all my Greeks out there, though. Yes, um, January's a busy month. Nah, but seriously, though, look, looking, look, this is twenty twenty three. I know people doing some new things and all that. Um. But yeah, just just put coming back active on on, on your list. On your to do list. Yeah, because I mean, I promise you, it's gonna benefit you more than than you not being active. Yeah, before the pandemic, when um I was on the Pretty Young Soar committee, I suggested that we have we partner with 
um, the alphas and the kappas and omegas and all the other Greek organizations that have young members and like throw a like party, not a party, like, but a mixer in case people moved and they don't know where to join or they're looking to join again. But of course the pandemic happened and everything got shut down. But I do want to revisit that idea. Yeah. Like, I think that's something that Henderson Bill alumni chapter would be. There should be like a young alumni council. Oh, can, can we make that within NPHC? Damn near. Yeah, you're on board. Yeah. Okay, Garrison. We have our work cut out for this year. I really do want to do something like in June and yeah. invite people. Like the age like, is going to be like 35 and under. For. To be cons- well, 40 and under. 40 and under. And I think that will be great because you have people that moved here that may not know that want to get back active. Or just maybe great to just meet people in your perspective orgs. I think oh, we should plan that. Yeah. Many who Okay, y'all. Be um, on the lookout for that in the summer because it's happening. Yeah. Because we're all about putting things out in the atmosphere. It's gonna happen. Yep. And me and Garrison's names are gonna be on it. Oh yeah. And our chapter's names are gonna be Oh my god, that would be so dope. Wouldn't that we'll be dope? Be. So if you are in a other or in another org that's we're not obviously you're not you're an AK or you're a Kappa and you think that's a dope idea, hit us up because I definitely wanna do this. I think that'll be dope. Yeah. Have a DJ. Oh, yeah. It'll be kinda like a mixer. And you buy tickets because we're going to fundraise. Yeah. You got to be worthwhile. And yeah. And I don't know. We donate to NPHC or <gasps> back to school drive, bring school supplies or bring money. Yeah. We'll, for we'll, tickets. well, we'll, we'll come we'll together. But I think that'll be great because Nashville is like growing. There are hella people here mm. that are Greek that may be looking to get active and they just don't know where to start. Yeah. And also, that's the beauty of a, like alumni chapter is that you get other undergrads. Like I got somebody from, we got somebody in our chapter from zk mob which mm-hmm. is uh ut martin mm-hmm. that's my from alabama state you know it's like oh yeah someone just came in for louisville yeah, in our so, chapter and so, yeah. she moved here to be closer to family so i'm so, just like super excited to get to know her so yeah so. it's just dope to you know just interact with other people yeah and so honestly like i want to put my money where my mouth is and be like i called you out and now it's your turn to like hold me accountable for planning this event for the summer because i do want i know i talked mad crap i'm sorry or am I? But oh, I'm okay. Garrison's telling me to wrap it up. So but yes, I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and say this event is going to happen somehow this this year. And I really want to meet you guys and talk about being active and like so you can show so I can show you the benefits of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Garrison, did we just plan an event yeah. <laughs> in like four minutes? Did I just plan an event and make and <laughs> forced you to help me? <laughs> yes. Yep. Is he, are you going to help me? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, y'all. Until next time. Yes, until next time. We out. Happy J5 to the noobs. Yo, yo. Happy we out. J- I can't say J15 anymore. Corporate says that's not meant. Shut up. Happy January 15th, Founders Shut Day. To- y'all, no, I'm y'all, serious. Y- 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 y'all so lame. Y'all no, they took J15 from us. We can't wear it. We can't. We can't say J15 on socials. It's no longer J15. It's January 15, 19. <laughs> All right, well, anywho, on that note, we out. <laughs> Bye. Peace. But I can't stop this pimping. I just can't stop this pimping. But I can't stop this pimping. I just can't stop.